All right. Next question from me, but um, it, it kind of highlights one of the most frequently asked questions we get is um, which Bible should I read and where do I start reading? And um, so I, the, the other, you know, we have different answers, I know, but what, what are your opinions on depending on, you know, age, stage of life, life experience, native language, mindset, you know, whether you're depressed, anxious, proud, excited, um, broken, uh, prior religious affiliation, baggage, past offended or recent or upcoming major life events, you know, what, how do these things change the answer when it comes to, well, which version of all the Bibles that are out there should I read and where do I start? All right. Well, I'm going to give some advice that people usually don't listen to. I'm just going to acknowledge that right now. They go, where should I start? And you tell them and then they go, I'm starting a revelation. <laughs> you go, where should I start? And you tell them and they go, I'm starting in Genesis. That's what I'm doing. Um, so let me let me say, say this. Uh, education level is a big deal here, um, and, and it's and reading comprehension is a big deal here. This is not a contest. It's rather finding what's going to help you the most, right? So, like for me, uh, I don't <clears throat> I don't understand, you know, complex engineering. So I would look for a very simple explanation, right? If I'm going to look for a book on engineering, I want engineering for dummies. Like I'm not offended by that. I'm like, that's the book for me. <laughs> like I want this simple. So if you're looking for an easier understanding of the scripture because it's new to you, I'm going to recommend the New Living Translation. I think if you're not even sure what translation to use, just use the New Living Translation. It's it's almost a paraphrase. Um, that's the point is it's easy to get what the scripture is saying. It's very easy to get the main point. You're not going to have all the nuance there for deep study, but you're going to get the main point more easily. So. Yeah, you're looking, when you look at the Bible, you're looking at literature that is thousands of years old and far removed from your own culture. Like they're going through things that you're, you've never been through. They're in, they're in an environment you've never been in. And so it, you want to have as much help as you can. So I'm going to say for most people, hey, why not start with the, say the New Living Translation if it's your first, you're looking at your first time reading the Bible. If you're interested in something more challenging, you're like, no, no, Mike, I'm really up for the challenge. Then I'd recommend say maybe the ESV or the NAS. B. Uh, the ESV is is more of like a more high, it, it actually aimed at a higher grade level. They actually aim translations at different grade levels of education. So ESV is higher grade level, but it's also more capable of being like nitpicked where you examine the, the way it's worded here and there because it, they're not just getting the main point. They're trying to get all the nuances in there as well. Um, so NASB is even maybe even a little more literal than the ESV. And some people even think it's wooden. Um, but as far as where to start, I say start in the Gospels. Okay. I know everybody's like, I'm going to start in Genesis. I'm going to start in Revelation. In fact, if you're going to start Revelation, I'm just laughing at you because you're not going to understand anything. Revelation has more allusions to the rest of the Bible, yeah, to the Old Testament than anybody else. So like, yeah. you don't understand Revelation without a real sweeping knowledge of the Old Testament. So that's like the last, that's, that's the last thing you should read. But the early church, when they preached Jesus, they didn't go out. I mean, Paul didn't go out and say, uh, Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden, right? He went out when he went to Gentiles went to people who didn't have the Jewish background. He started with Jesus. I think you should start with Jesus too. Start with the gospel. That's where the preaching of the early church began. They have four accounts of the life of Christ. Maybe there's an emphasis there that we should have, um, <laughs> And so, yeah, start with the Gospels. Uh, I, I recommend uh, perhaps Luke or John. Um, those might be a good good Gospels to start with if you're not sure. Now, what about specific life situations? Okay, let's say you're depressed, First Peter. Let's say you're anxious, Philippians. Let's say you're proud, First John. 
If you're excited about newfound faith, these are some of the things you mentioned. Book of Acts. If you're broken, I think the Gospel of John. If you have baggage because of past offense, I have two recommendations. The Book of Psalms. Just kind of start plodding through the Book of Psalms. There's so much of that in there for you. And then 1 Corinthians, especially if it's church hurt. This is a catchphrase that we have nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. But if you feel like you've been hurt by the church, um, I recommend 1 Corinthians because it's talking about a, a you know, giving advice for sanctification and unity to a church that's been divided. If you're feeling condemned, this is what I'll add in there, go to Ephesians chapters one through three and study that, study that because yeah, that's a big deal. If you've experienced say a cult in the past, I recommend uh, two things. One, go to Jesus in the gospels, but if the cult or the messed up religious group has really made it hard for you to understand Jesus because you just keep seeing what they said instead of what he says, then I say, go to Romans. And do a slow verse-by-verse -verse study of Romans. I actually have a, a study, a, a series going through the whole book of Romans like in a year. I taught every week for like a year going through Romans. It's all free online. I'd highly recommend that because Romans gets into like the theology of Christianity. All the major theological issues get unpacked there. And so it'll kind of like reset you, you know, on oh, yeah. what's, what's good. And if you don't want to take my word for it, just read Romans on your own. That's fine. Um, and if you've been abused, in especially, especially abused as it relates to the Old Testament law. Somebody has abused the law in your life, the use of the Mosaic law, book of Hebrews. Go to the book of Hebrews. It'll, it'll show you how you really should view it. There's my advice on all that. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, I think you said past offense. You, you mentioned Psalms, was it? Sorry, yeah, I was trying Psalms. to catch. Um, and and, and I, it wasn't a typo. Sorry, I put it in there. I, I actually um, put past offended. So is, is it still the same answer you think? If, if you were the one who was offending in the past and you're just having a hard time getting over your guilt and oh, – Okay. Um, yeah. Gosh, so sorry to put you on the spot here. But. Yeah, overcoming your own guilt, your own issues. Yeah, overcoming your own guilt and, and of, of offenses that you've committed in the past. Um, but Yeah, there's so much you could read there because so much of the Bible is dealing with that. Um, you could read uh, sweeping passages of the Old Testament dealing with Israel and how unfaithful they were and God was still calling them back. Like the book of Jeremiah uh, where he's like, you know, you've done all these things, you know, I'm calling you back to me. I'm calling you back to me. So there, there's one example, Jeremiah. Yeah, excellent. I um, you could have known this, Mike, but when you answered which version should I start reading, when I was a teenager, I started going to youth group. The first version I was given was the New Living Translation, and I started right there in the Gospels. And as I've progressed through my faith in my adult life, I've moved on to the ESV and then ASV and ASB for like more in-depth studies. And right. uh, like, yeah, as as somebody who has walked that exact path that Mike just laid out, like. Anyone who's watching this, that is absolutely astounding advice. The NLT really gets you into the Bible in a non—I um, don't want to say non-threatening—but it, it, it eases you into a lot of like really high-level concepts of um, Christianity and spirituality, and it, it cradles you as you're like a newborn in your faith. Um, so, just to hear you affirm that is—I just wanted to say, like, yes, a hundred percent. Those those translations are a blessing. And, uh, and I, I guess I, I should, I should let everybody know I'm sponsored by the NLT, ESV, and NASB. So I get $50 every time I just say those <laughs> phrases. Oh, dang. That's not, <laughs> okay, none of that's true. <laughs> <laughs> none of that's 